안녕하세요. Good morning, good morning, my dear brothers and sisters, clergy and ambassador for peace. 안녕하십니까. Beautiful Sunday, isn't it? Today, I'd like to talk about the blessing and eternal life again from True Mother's Anthology, Volume 2. Let's study. The blessing and eternal life. We are created to live an eternal life. We are similarly created to practice true love. Furthermore, we are to practice true love here on the earth. When we engage ourselves and love many things in this world, these things become the foundation that ensures our eternal life. In other words, everything we do in this world is training for eternal life. We need true life and true love forever. We are fully capable of living forever. We desire an eternal life. In our search for eternal life, what does not change? Only true love does not change. Everything in this universe changes. Everything in the environment changes, yet true love does not change. True love does not change because it is the central core of all life. Why is it that true love does not change? Why is it that true love does not change? It is because true love is the center. The center will remain intact even if everything that surrounds it disappears. True love is the center of the universe. It is one with God's love. Consequently, as long as God is unchanging, true love is unchanging. What does true love mean? A husband desires that his wife be better than he is. A wife also wants her husband to surpass her, and parents want their children to surpass them. Why do we share this feeling in common? It is because we are all created in the very image of God. In other words, even God wants his object partners in love to be better than him in the same sense that parents want their children to surpass them. Can you deny this? God is absolute, and at the same time, God is our parent. Can parents impose an absolute standard upon their children that they do not take upon themselves as well? No, even our parent God cannot. In light of this, our value is the highest in the universe. When true love is at the center, we are more valuable even than God. In fact, in the realm of true love, we can have a value even higher than that of God. That is why our minds entertain the highest of aspirations. And we truly can feel that nothing is impossible because all people are equal. Indeed, Everything would be possible if we were not fallen. God originally intended that God's children rule this universe from the position of highest value. We were not to have been sidetracked or manipulated in any way. To confirm this, simply look into your mind. The mind desires complete freedom. No one wants his or her mind to be controlled. This is true of all people. Once we secure the position of true love, we are totally free. We can travel anywhere. We can travel to God's throne and become God's friend. Yeah, thank you. Our life goal is to be perfected by true love and live an eternal life. Whatever we do, Everything we do has the purpose of living uh, eternally through the practicing true love. Whether you work at a factory, school, or some company, you need to clearly know that everything is training for my eternal life. So you need to know just 
how important the place you are currently working at is. It is not just, oh, I am temporarily working at just to make money. Therefore, you must train yourself to perfect eternal life where you are at. You need to think that the work you are doing has got to work and that your spirit self where you are at. You need to think that the work you are doing as God's work, as God's will, and that your spirit self is growing and being perfected through the people you give and receive with. What does true love mean? When you all marry, don't you desire that your partner be better than you are? Where in the world are there parents who do not want their children to be better than them? better than them? Why do we share this feeling in common? It is because we are all created in the very image of God. In other words, even God wants his object partner in love to be better than him. In the same sense that parents want their children to surpass them, this is really, really incredible. God's desire. Each one of a human being should be better than God. That's why God has a qualification to become the parent of all mankind. Because a parent, parental heart, this kind of heart, my children should be better than me. My children surpass me. This kind of heart comes from God. God has that kind of nature. Each one of the human being, you should be better than me. That's why all mankind. You know, no other choice. We need to recognize our heavenly God, you know, enough qualification to become the parents of all mankind. He have that kind of love. Give everything, invest everything, sacrifice everything until his object partner better than him. What kind of a nature does he have? This is really amazing, right? In light of this, our value is the highest in the universe. When true love is at the center, we are more valuable even than God. That is God's desire. Even though God is almighty God, omniscient God, omnipotent God, his desire is what? You should be better than me. That's why in some sense, human value is really the highest in the universe. How amazing God's idea. Our divine principle really explained very clearly about the human value. What the relationship between God and human being, right? Living divine principle today, again, talking about the primary characteristics of the fallen nature. Let's study EDP first. Primary characteristics of the fallen nature. The primary characteristics of the fallen nature can be divided broadly into four types. The first is failing to take God's standpoint. A principal cause of the archangel's fall was his failure to love Adam with the same heart and perspective as God. Instead, he felt jealous of Adam. This led him to tempt Eve. The second is leaving one's proper position. Lucifer desired to enjoy the same position of love in the human world as he had in the angelic world. This unrighteous desire caused him to leave his position and fall. The third is reversing dominion. The angel who was supposed to come under the dominion of human beings instead dominated Eve. Then Eve, who was supposed to come under the dominion of Adam, dominated him instead. The fourth is multiplying the criminal act. The archangel spread his sin to Eve and Eve to Adam. Okay, based on this uh, uh, divine principle, let's study Father's word. He is really uh, 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 talking about the four major fallen nature. Very, very important. Let's study Father's word. Three great goals of the battle. I fought with the three great goals my whole life. Those are eating, sleeping, and sexual desires. 
Do you know how much I struggled saying before desiring to dominate the universe first achieve dominion over the self? I am the one who knows well how strong their habitual fallen natures are. Many women tried to come into my room when I was in Japan. However, I gave advice to them with sincere tears as my younger sisters. Even now, that memory is fresh. They say, why don't we, who are a young man and woman, stay together overnight? I have struggled a lot of times in such a situation. I am the one whom we have to praise throughout the history. I told God that you have found a great man. Oh, my goodness. The three great goals of True Father's life is our great goals of life today. Even the sinless True Father struggle to overcome eating, sleeping, sexual desires. So how much more would fallen people struggle? Are you okay, my brothers and sisters? You are not struggling overcoming eating desire, sleeping desire, or sexual desires. Wow, this is not simple matter, right? Do you really love God more than eating? Do you really love God more than sleeping? Do you, do you really love God more than sexual desires? Do you love God more than any material desires? Do you love the desire of your physical body more or do you love the desire of your spiritual body and uh, spirit body more? We need to know that dominion of the self is ultimately dominion of the universe. Why? Why? Since uh, we ourselves are micro, uh, microcos, uh, my, microcosmos of the universe, if we dominate ourselves, it results in dominating universe, right? We need to understand about this part. You are really small, the universe. That's why if you really control your body and mind very well, it means dominating the universe. We need to know that you are core of the universe. Control yourself means control the universe. Next, this is very important too. Hmm. Four conditions of the fallen nature. Four conditions of the fallen nature are one, arrogance, two, envy, jealousy, three, uncontrolled anger, four, and lie. Those are fallen natures. Our first ancestors of humankind fell. Since then, habits of the fall which have been accumulated through the lineage of our bodies have been multiplied to 7.4 billion people. It is higher than the Himalayas and it's devastated more than the Sahara Desert and it's larger than the Pacific. People don't know that they shoulder the habitual burden. They don't even think about it. Isn't it the burden of which you have to be relieved if you can, St. Paul sighed and said, for in my inner being, I delight in God's law, but I see another law at work in me, waging war against the law of my mind and making me a prisoner of the law of sin at work within me. What a wretched man I am who will rescue me from this body that is subject to death. Yeah. Today, True Father is talking about four conditions of the fallen nature. They are first, arrogance, right? And envy, and jealousy, and uncontrolled un anger, and lie. Those are fallen natures. First of all, arrogance. Arrogance is the spearhead of collapse. Arrogance completely comes from self-centeredness. Most people with arrogance never listen to the other person first and always ignore them. I, I can see, including myself, any fallen man, number one fallen nature is what? Arrogance. 
really arrogance. Arrogance is the spearhead of the collapse, even Bible talking about, right? Second, you know, uh, one of the major fallen nature is envy and jealousy. When self-centered people see others doing well, envy and jealousy always are always formed. That's why we always need to look at others from the perspective of God, true parents and able. On attribute of the Satan is having a lot of envy that he tries to, to put himself up. But on attribute of the true love is wanting the other to be better than myself. Envy and jealousy. Wow, this is really incredible, right? And then that point is uncontrolled anger. One fallen nature is having a lot of uncontrolled anger. Whenever we have uncontrolled anger, we need to know how much God has been waiting all this time and how much Jesus endured and waited. The reason Jesus endured the, the cross and true father was uh, uh, able to uh, persevere through countless tortures and uh, persecutions was because they knew God's inner sorrow and better than anyone else. Can you control your really, you know, your anger? I already talking about this. I was talking about anger a few days ago, right? This is, is one of the once you're angry with someone, after that, you're surely 100%, 120% regret. Really, this uncontrolled anger, nothing helping you. You lose everything. Once you anger, you lose your foundation so far what you created. You lose everything. Once you're angry, your foundation of love, your foundation of faith, you lose everything. But Satan always using this uncontrolled anger. So you are easily angry, that means you are more reasonable Satan than God. And the final, you know, fallen nature point is a profile talking about lies. Satan does not speak in truth. Oh, is telling a lie. If he did speak the truth, he only says a part of the a part of it. Okay, and then always Satan starts. I am telling I am telling the truth, 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 but just only some part. Not honest, hundred percent, hundred twenty percent. Satan does not speak the truth. Always hiding. We, not only me, everybody have this kind of the major, you know, fallen nature, which are arrogance, envy, jealousy, and uncontrolled anger, and the lie, right? Father talking about, we always need to remind how can we really remove this kind of the, the four major fallen natures. Next. Satan always insists on himself the reason why your mind and body are in conflict is because your mind is originally supposed to become the original mind by creativity and your body became evil by the fallen nature. I am the border between heaven and earth, God and Satan and heaven and hell. Satan just insists on himself. What is his weapon? He tries to push forward with his insistence centering on an individual. By doing so, he seeks his own benefit. The lineage of Satan's fallen nature is to seek one's own benefit. Whenever he opens his eyes, he sees only himself. Yeah. Is there, is there peace in my body, my brothers and sisters? How much peace is there during the day? Do I have a lot of conflicts and dissatisfaction? Or do I have a lot of gratitude? Since fallen people are very fickle, even within the course of a day, we go back and forth between the boundary line of heaven and hell. Satan always uh, you know, asserts himself and thinks of himself as being right. Satan always pursue 
his own advantages and put himself in the uh, very front. Today, uh, we are talking about today's youth ministry, the best witnessing and message. Let's start it. The family is the place to complete God's ideal. The family is the place where God's ideal, as well as my individual perfection, is completed. Rebirth happens in the family. Resurrection happens in the family. And eternal life happens in the family. Also, if you deviate from the family, there is no environment for you to clear your sins. If you deviate from the family, you cannot change the heart or the lineage. You also will not be able to meet God through a life of attendance. You can imitate attending others externally and as a formality. But true attendance can only be practiced in the family. In society, attending and serving through human relationships can happen when you form relationships just ethically or externally with workplace relationships or through certain things. However, attendance of the couple, attendance of parent and child, attendance of siblings can only be experienced in the world of heart called the family. Greeting others externally and observing proprieties cannot let us reach the deep level of heart. We have to clearly understand that it is only in the family that our resurrection of heart and eternal life are completed. The family is not the place to practice external proprieties. The family is a community of heart where we can experience God's heart. Therefore, I hope we can always clearly know and keep in mind the value of our family. Okay, let's summarize just now, you know, the important content. The importance and the value of the family. Why family is that much important? The family is the community of heart where we can experience God's heart. You know, our family is the most important place and communicate uh, with God and experience about the God's heart in the family. Secondly, rebirth, resurrection, eternal life happens in the family. Without your wife, without your husband, without your parents, without your children, do you think can reverse? Reverse cannot reverse by alone. You can resurrect by alone. It is impossible. You need to have a substantial experience of the resurrection in the family through husband and wife and children, siblings and parents. And then finally, you can gain eternal life in the family through Achieving four realms of our three great kingship, you can experience God's love and you can gain eternal life where? In the family. If we uh, debate from the family, there is no environment for us to clear our sins. Our sins came from where? Came from family, came from couple, Adam and Eve, came from Cain and Abel, from siblings. And all sin came from family. That's why if we debate from the family, there's no environment for us to clear our own sins. You know, how to remove even my original sin, you know, collective sin, centering on couples. Adam and Eve commit the sin together as a couple, not by alone. That's why, you know, to indemnify, you know, to restore back, need to have, uh, need to put effort together as a husband and wife. If we debate from the family, we cannot change the heart or lineage, right? We cannot do anything without family. If we do not live a life of attendance in the family, we will not be able to meet God. We can experience the war of God's heart and love through the attendance of the couple, attendance of the parents and child, 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 and attendance of the siblings in the family, right? 
this is a touch heart. We only experience through couples, through parents, through siblings, you know, through children. How much important place in the family. Our resurrection of heart and eternal life are completely centered on family, just now I will explain. Since the family is not the place to practice eternal uh, priorities, it is a place where only truth and heart go through, right? When you go out and working at the school, at the at the you know, and your job in your office or whatever, and then you can pretend, oh, you are my able, you are my boss, but in the family that's not work. In the family, you need to show your true heart and sincerity, right? Otherwise. You cannot live in the family. And then you can hide your nature in front of your boss, okay? At, at working place. Because no choice, you need to get money. You need to survive over there. You, you cannot show up your internal things, right? Sometimes. But in the family, it does not work. Your external things, showing something, does not work. Only family can work centering on truth and heart. The family is the basic community of heart where we can experience God's heart. Wow. Father discover the value of the family. Christianity teaching amazing things through the Bible. They not much emphasizing the value of the family. Because Jesus could not, could not show and could not establish ideal family. You know, he doesn't have an experience of the conjugal love. He doesn't have an experience of the parental love, right? He doesn't have real experience of the, of the siblings' love. He doesn't have children. I try emphasizing, centering on individual salvation. The Messiah need to come and set up the family, show the ideal family. Wow, this is really incredible. That's why I'm telling you again, our final destination, not centering on individual salvation. Our final destination is what? Family, centering on family salvation. Family is everything. What the nation extend about the family? That's so why we need to know the importance and value of the family. Continue. The best witnessing method. Our church is the Family Federation. Family Federation is a place to realize the ideal of family. It is not a place to just go attend worship like in other churches. If we just frequent the church like spectators, the church will be in a difficult situation. When that happens, the church cannot develop. For our church to develop, our level of love must be raised. We cannot just try to convey the word of the principle. Then how can we make witnessing work? God will do the witnessing when our level of love becomes higher. Witnessing is what God does. In the early days of our church, we did not directly witness. If we members just created a reciprocal relationship on top of the foundation of true parents, sincere devotion, God did everything. When the early members went out to pioneer, when they witnessed while singing Holy Song Number no. 7, Song of the Garden, rumors spread immediately. When the children of the villagers were connected to our church, the village wives would bring a lot of food to the church, saying that the atmosphere of their homes had changed. Some would bring sweet potatoes, while others brought rice and others brought kimchi. In this way, the song, Song of the Garden, that our leaders sang, conveyed new word to the neighbors. When we look at this, we can see that witnessing at that time was all done by God, who mobilized the spirit world. In this time, what do we have to show? 
Now, we have to prove to the people of the world what kind of place the world of heart is. We have to make it so that when others see our church, they really feel that it is a church of heart. That is why we have to make it a place where outside people want to come to our church. When new people come to our church, we need, we need to make them unknowingly feel that they want to come back again for some reason and that they do not want to return to their own homes. Then how can we make such a church? First, we must make the faith of the Trinity. Faith of the Trinity means that you must first establish a artistic relationship with the elders of the church that are like your parents. Second, it is to give and receive with and create artistic relationships with seniors and juniors centered on your own age. And next, it is to care for and love young people like your own children. How wonderful would it be if even two or three families come to church on Sundays, greet each other warmly, and have artistic exchanges and give and receive? Even the Bible says that where two or three gather together in his name, God is there. And that is where heaven begins. If, if such an atmosphere of love and heart is created in church, wouldn't even members who became distant all that time be attracted and want to come? Yeah, thank you, Heavenly Honey. Let's summarize it. the role of the FFWP and the best witnessing method. Number one, family federation is the place to realize the ideal of a family, right? And a family federation is not just a place gathering to attend worship. It is a community of love and heart. For family federation to develop our level of love must be raised. So if the entire member's level of love is raised, God will do the witnessing. This is very, very important. Even though we emphasize again and again the importance of the witnessing, ask, ask them to go out and then do witnessing. But I am telling you, if you do not raise up your level of love, then even though new people come, do not know how to follow up them. What's the main problem? We do not know how to follow up. We do not know how to follow up means your level of love is really not enough. You know, that's why best way to witness is what? What's the best witnessing message? You need to raise up your level of love and heart. As much as uh, raise up your level of love, heart and uh, my, uh, your heart, People will come. That's why I, you know, for, for example, one church, Clifton Church, Manhattan Church. What's the key? What's the key element to develop? First of all, church minister. What kind of the level of love does he have? What kind of chongsong level does he have? If his chongsong, his love reaches certain standard, God will do the witnessing and inspire members. Perfect plus can create perfect minus. It's very important to focus on your spiritual growth as a minister. As a member, focus on your spiritual growth. As much as you can grow up, you can, you can witness, you can influence people. People automatically will come. But without focusing your spiritual growth, just only externally try to witness, no one follow up you because you do by duty. Your heart is not there. Your mind is not there. Your level of love is very low. How can you break through witnessing? What's the best witnessing method? Rage up. Rage your level of your love, level of your heart. 
If we just raise the level of love, level of jungsung, and level of filial heart, spiritual world will move. And God will do witnessing in the end. Like in the early ages, something like that. This is really incredible. Even though we are emphasizing so much three spiritual children, this and that, but you do not grow up. You do not level up your chungsung and heart and spirit. How can we change our church? How can we really influence our spiritual children? This is the issue. What's the best witnessing method? Raise the level of your love. You know, level of your chungsung. Level of your filial piety. Then spiritual world does everything. And God will witnessing in the end. Family Federation must prove to the people of the world what kind of place the world of heart is. Everywhere we can see that leg of love, leg of heart, right? But when you come to unification, I can see what's the world of heart. I can feel God's heart here. I can feel here siblings' heart. I can feel here children's heart. I can feel here parental heart. That's why finally we need to show, okay, what kind of place the wall of heart is here. It's the role of the family federation for world peace. A family federation should make the people of the world want to come to our church. Really, not by pushing, naturally. Oh, I want to be there. I want to go there. When new people come to our church, we need to make them unknowingly feel that they want to come back again for some reason and that they do not want to return to their own home. Wow, here is the kingdom of heaven. They love me more than my father, more than my mother, more than anyone. Wow, wow, this is the first time I my experience here. My goodness, this church is really amazing. Such a warming heart and they really embrace me. Any issue, I come to church, I can settle down. For family federation to become a community of heart, a life of faith of the Trinity must be established. I'm talking about yesterday and today, I'm talking about you know Trinity, right? The faith of the Trinity means the first establishing a heartistic relationship with the elders of the church that are like your parents. Second, it is to give and receive with create heartistic relationship with your seniors and juniors centered on your own age. Next, it is to care for and love young people like your own children. This is a Trinity in our church. In your home, who are Trinity? Your parents your spouse, and your children. This is a family eternal trinity in the church. You need to have the, you need to practice the life of the trinity. Respect elders. And then really need to love your peers. You need to love your young, young, young children. This is the, this is the life of the trinity. So any church develop always have this kind of atmosphere of the trinity. Loving each other. Do not ignore your elders. And then always those who are elders really concerned how to raise up young children. Sunday school. Participate in Sunday school. That church can develop honor. You need to see the environment of the Sunday school. You can know everything. And no one concerned about the Sunday school. That church already no more hope. That's why now give me national leader. You need to really pay attention in Clifton Church about you know, Sunday school. Very important Sunday school. They are our future. You know, as a leader, main leader, to not concern about our, our kindergarten, our Sunday school. Oh, that church is no more help. Even God cannot come down. That's why that church is a promising church or not. See the atmosphere of Sunday school. Even the Bible says that where two or three are gathered together in the, his name, God is there. And the dead is where heaven begins. That's why how can we create a kind of heartiest relationship in our church? 
Even just one, two, uh, you, you cannot make happy just one, two or three. You cannot have the community based on you two or three. And then, you know, gather together, sharing beautifully. You cannot create that. What are you talking about? Kingdom of heaven. You cannot. If on uh, atmosphere of love and heart is created in the church, people will automatically gather. My brothers and sisters, we, are, we, we learned today what the role of a family federation was the best witnessing method, the best witnessing method. Raise your level of your, 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 your level of love and heart, your jongsong, your shojong, your filial piety. If we do that, God will do everything. So let's focus on our spiritual growth. And based on that, we go out and then convey God's blessing, God's word. This is the way to, to develop our, our own spiritual growth at the same time, our church. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Dr. Yong, for another incredible guidance to give uh, that you have blessed us with and that you prepare with your heart in Johnson. Thank you so much. And brothers and sisters, to receive our living testimony for today, I'd like to invite, call upon Mr. Ken Owens, who has served for many years as the main photographer of True Parents' Providence here in the United States. So with that, uh, Mr. Owens, if you can please unmute and share your testimony. Good morning. Hi, Ken. Ken Owens. Yay. Yeah. Oh, um, I'm really honored to, to introduce to you some very special people. Uh, all of us are very uh, happy to see photographs of true parents, to see them in film and video and hear their uh, voices. But I like to introduce to you those who were able to give those to you, who photographed and filmed our true parents in the Providence since uh, the early 1970s. Like uh, Lloyd Eby, uh, he did some filmmaking in the very early days. And uh, I just wanted to share. So let's see if we can do this. Uh, put it on sh uh, screen and share. Do you have it? Yes. Yes, we can see your screen. Just uh, a slideshow. Okay. Bingo. Okay. Um, before 1975, uh, during many of the uh, speaking tours and uh, activities, just those members who had some uh, experience in photography and filmmaking uh, were able to, uh, to uh, work on, on and document those events. And then uh, in 1975 in April, um, two parents created two departments, New Future Films uh, and also New Future Photo, in which uh, members were able to gather and actually work together uh, uh, in, in these departments to photograph and document all of True Parents' activities in America. So uh, these are some of the early members. Uh, I'd just like to introduce you to, uh, from the left is uh, uh, Ken Washino, Robert Davis, uh, Yano-san, Norio Matsura, who was the director of New Feature Films, um, Michael Brownlee, who directed the New, New Feature Photo, Ken Weber, uh, David Hill on the lower right, Hitoshi Nagai and Bob Armstrong, who also did uh, some uh, video work as well. So he was oh. uh, did both jobs. Everybody's so handsome. And then um, this is this is the small house across from Belvedere, and this is where we, we first uh, started. Um, of course, I came later, but this is where it originally originated. So they were close to Belvedere and East Garden. This is the office for it. Uh, this is 1976. Um, I was invited to help with the Yankee Stadium campaign for a few weeks. So uh, that's Barb Armstrong on the left, some guy in the middle, David Hill in blue, and Franz Zerowski. And I think also Michael Grass on the lower right. And um, the sister I'll introduce later. Um, this is a meeting we had. I'm on the left checking out a camera. Michael Brownlee is giving all the instructions. Others are checking cameras. Barb Armstrong on the right. Bill Saunders on the, on the far right. Um, preparing for Yankee Stadium, and also actually Washington Monument too. Um, 
this is the event at Yankee Stadium. Uh, I was helping Michael Brownlee on the stage area. And because of the situation, President Salona asked me to walk behind True Father and Dr. Pac out to the stage. So even though I was very skinny and, and not, not much protection, but I did my best. That's, that's also uh, Mike McDivitt on the, on the left-hand side. Uh, this is all the basic, most of the photographers and what we, the equipment we used. Uh, yeah. Itoshi got Nagai on the left, Robert Davis, Lloyd Toker, who was the secretary, oh, Michael Brownlee, Bill Saunders, Ken Weber, um, Doug Wittstein, uh, David Hill, Howard Davis, and the only guy with a tie. Uh, this is Franz Zorowski. He was one of our better photographers from Germany. He was uh, developing some prints there. This is Ken Weber in a dark room uh, uh, doing black and white uh, printing. This is our Barb Armstrong doing the same thing. This is uh, Mike Lagrasso. He um, not only was one of the photographers, but also he stayed around uh, Hunzin uh, many times and was able to get some uh, wonderful pictures as Hunzin was growing up. This is Howard Davis. Ready to go. Uh, this is David Hill, who's mainly in the darkroom technician and 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 uh, developing all the film and everything. This is Robert Davis with his uh, pad and pen and thinking of the next project. This is Robert uh, taking out prints that were just uh, developed, and eventually he would put them in this little uh, cabinet would dry them up. And then this is the old style way of how we did all the uh, uh, printing and developing. And this is Franz Zorowski uh, selecting slides for a future slideshow. And this is Michael Brownlee. Uh, he's checking something out. It looks like a driver's license, but that's him. This is Doug Westein celebrating uh, America's birthday, as it says in the back. Eventually, he went to uh, um, Washington Times as one of their main photographers. This is Franz Zorowski again. He's always checking his equipment, always perfectionist in his uh, uh, photography. So he's really, really, we really trusted him a lot. Unfortunately, headquarters sent him back to Germany, so we lost a, a really good photographer. Uh, this is uh, one of the events. Uh, Robert Davis is in the far right in the back, uh, working hard. Um, during the special photo session, the portraits, we asked uh, uh, one of the members, his father, uh, Daryl Blue, was a scientist and inventor, but also a professional photographer. And since they're about the same age as two parents, they felt oh, very so comfortable interesting. with him. This photo and then this is some of the... Uh, photographs that they were looking at with Hyojin as also as Daryl Blue on the right. Uh, this is Robert. After there was a blessing or major event, had the special albums. And so we're just finishing it up before they give them to two parents and to the couple. Uh, this is uh, Barb Armstrong on the left, Robert and Daryl Blue on the right. I think they're testing a, a very large uh, room for uh, lighting for a future photograph. This is uh, Robert on the left and Franz Zorowski. Uh, they're very good friends. They like cameras, photography, and like to discuss it a lot, especially with uh, uh, German cameras like us. Um, this is about what time I and I, I was introduced and formally uh, came to the department. Uh, that's Franz on the left, me in the middle, Robert uh, Hiromichi Shimiyama, who is one of the main video uh, filmmakers for the New Future Films, and his wife in the center, Valerie. And Joan Haley Suzuki uh, was the secretary for New Future Films. So she worked there for a long time. And this is Robert checking out a, a print from the, uh, that he uh, uh, printed out to make sure it's good. Uh, also, he worked with cameras. That's basically where we store them, but we're always preparing for the next project. Uh, this is Robert photographing uh, uh, at a wedding portrait. Uh, this went out to a picnic, uh, Newfish Films and S. Uh, this Norio Matsuda on the left, uh, Kokichi Tachibana. I don't remember the other brother there. Yamamoto-san, uh, John Haley Suzuki above, uh, Miyoshi in the white hat. I don't remember the sister, but she, uh, Japanese sister, but she was also secretary. Uh, she smiled a lot. And that's my spiritual mother who worked with us for a, a short time, Karen Westerdale Brady. Uh, there I am in the dark room doing my thing. Uh, uh, sometimes we went out in uh, interesting conditions to make sure we got the photographs. Uh, this is uh, Franz looking at a brand new toy we got, a multi-printer, and I was just standing by learning how to do it too. Uh, after the matchings, we had to take portraits of the uh, couples who were you know, sort of nervous and relieved at the same time, so I did my best, and, and that's David Hill in the back directing. Um, Robert brought his wife, uh, Donna 
Chong Davis into the department as a, uh, who helps with the database. She created a database that was mainly used now. And as you can see, he's teaching her very well, same pose. Uh, this is Robert, one of the last the conferences I think he did before he moved to California. Uh, my wife was there for a short time, helping out as well. And that's me out uh, at uh, Foley Square, uh, getting ready to photograph. That's Bill York, who did photography for CARP. Uh, Mark Bell, it was 800 couple on the left. You can't see much of them, but he was working with us for a few couple of years. And John Holinko and myself at preparing for the conference, uh, ICAS conference. Uh, this is us right after the Kremlin. Two parents were still inside because we were not allowed to stay inside for the whole meeting. So we went outside and waited for them to uh, to finish and come out. Um, this is Brazil. Uh, two parents wanted also sometimes would uh, want us to take a picture with them together, which is a blessing for us to be on that side of the camera. Uh, this is the uh, East Garden in the in their room upstairs uh, during a pledge ceremony, uh, doing some kind of portrait. Uh, that portrait, Shin uh, Kwan is 100 day. I was taking pictures, and all of a sudden, I felt something on my shoulder. I, Slowly looked left, and there was father clapping, making him happy. Uh, also, two parents singing in the East Garden. This is the camera I used. I had to use the big camera, too. Sometimes I needed another assistant, so I, one of the grandchildren would help out. And even Sinjun would help. I think he took a really nice picture after this. It was a really good picture of true father. Uh, that's me in the Middle East before, uh, just recently, uh, about 10 years ago. And... One of the last trips uh, I took uh, with True Mother on the plane was able to take a group picture with uh, Reverend Mrs. Jenkins and Tyler Hendricks on the right. And this is actually the, the last portrait we were really together. Uh, this is San Francisco. That's Robert. And uh, Sadell Inyert actually also was a uh, secretary for New Future Films for a while. That's her husband in the back, Hiramichi Shemiyama and Donna Davis. Um, so it was really a, a, a pleasure to meet again. Um, Sadly, though, four of our members uh, have already passed away. Uh, Robert uh, Davis, Hiramichi Shemiyama, um, Ken Weber, and also John Haley Suzuki have all passed away. So, But there's a lot of history that they created and documented. So um, it was a really great honor to be able to uh, photograph, document our two parents' history. Also, there was uh, Chris Garcia and Stefan Delore. You also helped to uh, photograph for a couple of years. And now Graham... Carmichael is doing part-time besides his other mission. So he's helping out when he can. So I'm uh, really grateful that we'll be able to share this with you, show the, uh, those who documented and all those phot photographs and videos and film so that uh, future generations can enjoy them. And uh, you can actually use this as witnessing tools to help them uh, uh, to come to the church and everything. So I'm really grateful. So wow. thank you for the uh, opportunity to, for me to share this. Thank you. Wow. Ken, Ken Owens, beautiful, incredible memory. Wow, you are doing, you did really good job. I do, I do not remember about their face, but wow, so beautiful yeah. memory. Yeah. We were very so grateful much. and honored. Yeah, thank blessing. you so much, Ken Owens. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much, Mr. Owens, uh, for yeah sharing these very priceless, beautiful photos of our, our early brothers and sisters. Uh, photographing and video, preserving everything through video for the future generations. 